بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين A clear lesson that, that I can take, that we can all take from Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam and this ties in with some of the ayat that we just heard and we ask Allah to accept all of our intentions and all of our prayers, Amin Rabbil Alameen is to do your part within your capacity do what you can within your capacity and the two sub-points in connection with doing what you can, doing your part like Allah Azza wa Jal commanded Prophet Ibrahim your job is to call people, your job is to invite people I'll take care of the rest when you think of Prophet Ibrahim salam, and we heard these ayat last week at the end of Surah An-Nahl, it's extremely powerful when you take a step back and you think about when Allah Azza wa Jal calls Prophet Ibrahim himself an Ummah. I mean, how how important must this person be in the eyes of Allah Azza wa Jal? How much weight must they carry? In the eyes of Allah Azza wa Jal For Allah to refer to Prophet Ibrahim salam As an ummah, as a nation In and of himself, subhanAllah His job was to do his part And we can all reflect on this Within our own lives, within our own capacities What can we do within the realm of influence That Allah has given us What can we do in connection with ourselves In connection with our families With our community, with humanity What what can we do? What's within our capacity? And the two sub-points that I want to mention, number one is sincerity, and then number two is responsible action. And I'll give an example that, can, that illustrates what can happen if you have one without the other. And this specific example illustrates what can happen if there's sincerity, which of course is always important, without question, but there also has to be another factor embedded and interconnected with it. It's not one without the other. It's not responsible action without sincerity because even if someone is doing something as noble and honorable as giving sadaqah, there has to be sincerity. Giving charity, there has to be sincerity. So even though there's the responsible action, sincerity is needed. This example is one that illustrates what can happen if there's sincerity, but then without responsible action. This is at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. There were some men who were traveling, and one of them had a head injury. So he had it wrapped. I think many of us know the story. And I want to tie it in with Prophet Ibrahim in a moment, inshallah. They were traveling, and one of them had a significant head injury, and he had it wrapped. And the situation arose where he needed to do ghusl. And so he asked his, they're all Muslim, he asked his, his friends, his companions, those he was with, what, what should I do? And they responded saying that, you know, we think that you don't have a valid reason other than to do full-on proper ghusl the way that you would normally do under normal circumstances, ignoring the head injury that he had. And so that's what he did, and unfortunately, as a direct result of that, the man passed away. They were sincere, but the response that they gave was wrong, and this is clearly indicated in the Prophet's response. Think of who the Prophet is, والسلام, Think of what happened when the Prophet, he goes to Ta'if. Think of the, the hilm, the forbearance, the patience, the strength, the perseverance. Think of how much it must have taken to successfully get the Prophet angry. 
I mean, the man comes in the Prophet's masjid and starts going number one in the back. And the Prophet's response in that situation was not to get angry. He actually told the Sahaba, let him finish and then go and pour water. Basically, that's the remedy to this issue. And then he went and he spoke with him and he basically taught the man better. He taught him otherwise. The man didn't know. The Prophet taught him. And this man, he recognized that everyone else is angry at me except the Prophet ﷺ. So he responds. When the Prophet goes to him and says, you know, we don't do that here. This is the house of Allah. We pray here. We read Quran. We remember Allah here. I.e., we don't do this here. We do this here. So he, he kindly mentioned it to him with no anger, and the man, he, he sees like the facial expressions and body language of everyone in front of him. And he says, may Allah have mercy on me and Muhammad and no one else. Like, forget you guys. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Prophet offered a remedy and the response of the man was actually to make dua for the Prophet. And the Prophet then responded, don't take something vast, meaning Allah's mercy, and make it narrow. It's not just for me and you, but it's much more vast than that. The point is, it took a lot to get the Prophet heated. There were times when that happened, this is one of them. When the Prophet hears what happened, there are these men traveling, one of them had this head injury, and then they responded, and the Prophet became visibly, clearly angry. He became angry. And he said, they killed him, Allah may kill them. Think of who's saying this. And then what does he say? If they did the, the, the cure, the shifat for not knowing is to ask. They should have asked. And if they did, then the response that they would have gotten is it would have been sufficient for him to wipe over his bandage. This is the only example that you find in the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ in, in which he has that heavy of a response. They killed him. Allah may kill them. Think of what the Prophet's making very clear. Did they have sincerity? Presumably, yes. But there was not responsible action coupled with it. And as a result of that, someone innocently lost their lives. Okay, now let's tie this back with Prophet Ibrahim alayhi the, the incredible presence of both sincerity and responsible action. Allah commanded him, you do your part. So he did his part sincerely. He did what was appropriate. And then you have incredible barakah laced within that, found within that. So within our lives, within ourselves, there's this important reflection of just thinking before we speak, especially when it comes to deen. Some people, they become overnight muftis. Someone's at a dinner party, Eid is coming up, someone ends up, uh, up at an at a Eid party. All of a, no one wants to talk about medicine unless they know what they're talking about. No one wants to talk about engineering unless they know what they're talking about. But when it comes to the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, inna deen indallahi al-Islam, everybody wants to offer opinions with, with no background, with no research, with, 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 with no appropriate preparation or homework before that and you find this all the time in masajid people want to correct this person and that person and it's a very basic difference of opinion within fiqh may Allah bless Sheikh Abdullah the reason why he allowed time in the first rakah after surah fatiha there's the opinion found predominantly within the shafi'i madhab after the imam recites fatiha 
within that opinion, valid school of thought, valid opinion, some people within our community, they're going to repeat Fatiha after the Imam. That's the standard opinion because the goal is the A plus reward. You have another opinion that after Fatiha you wait a few moments and then you immediately be, it's all good, alhamdulillah. So before someone, they go and they want to correct this person, especially if the person has the time and the education, the experience and subhanAllah, we, we have to do our part first before anything else. And then you learn more and you see, wow, I didn't realize how complicated deen can be, can be when it comes to different opinions and how they arrived and legal philosophies and solutions and how they arrived to Samia'na wa atani. You get to a point where these are the, the luminous scholars of our ummah. This is what they said, alhamdulillah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with it. That's okay. It's within these basic broad, broad parameters. Alhamdulillah. The coupling of sincerity and appropriate responsible action is really what we should be focusing on within ourselves, especially during these 10 days. We ask Allah for both sincerity and also appropriate responsible action. We ask Allah for both wisdom and knowledge. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. And we ask Allah to gather all of us in Firdaus and Mirabil Alameen.